On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we are hanging out at Ace Cafe in downtown Orlando talking about a beer bus loop. DGX, the fancy Dollar General, is about to open. And uh, I forgot the other stuff. <laughs> We're talking about Foxtail. Foxtail. Welcome to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm Teen Sensation, Brendan O'Connor. You should be a Teen Sensation. Maybe you can be on Tiger Beat. Oh. Your face on Tiger Beat. Well, I don't know what Tiger Beat is. You don't? No. It's like but, a teeny bopper magazine that that teenage girls read. Oh. And, uh, they, you know, it's like just Jonathan Taylor Thomas. and I got to get better at my uh, my makeup skills if you're going to put me on the cover, but well, I'll they, do no, it. No, they do the makeup for you. Oh. Yeah. Well, then I'm in. Uh-huh. This is Bungalow in the Bus, and on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, including the Central Business District, where we are tonight. That's right. We are here at Ace Cafe. I know. Again. In downtown near- Orlando. But it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. But the reason we're here tonight, again, is because they are opening up their long-awaited backyard uh, lawn space. Backyard of the Ace, I think it's called, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to call it the, the green lawn of fabulousness. And it, it, this was something that was supposed to open when they opened Ace Cafe, and it just didn't happen when they first opened several years ago. But yeah. it's opening tonight. For, at, which is Thursday, for a Whalers concert. Yeah, like, like Bob Marley and the Whalers. Yeah, except without the Bob Marley. Yeah, he, uh, he passed on a, a few years he ago. He went solo before he passed on, and he handed it off to uh, this guy, Al, and who's actually going to be performing tonight. It's great. So. Yeah, I like to see it's that. It's a cool space right next door. It's outside. There's not a lot of places in Orlando where you can see an outside concert where they actually set it up like a real concert. We took a picture of it. We sent it to our Instagram, at Orlando Bungalower, if you want to check it out for yourself or you could come and see yourself because they're going to be doing programming all through the year. Yeah. Here now that it's open. I mean, one of my favorite, there's a few things I like about Ace Cafe. The food's really great, but I like, and this is something that is a little selfish, they have awesome parking here. Easy a lot to of time, park. A lot of times when you want to meet downtown, it's like, oh, where do I park? Where are you parking? No. You can actually park right here at Ace Cafe. And they designed that. They took that into account because it's centered around a lot of car events, also motorbike events. But but they have so many different programming options. Even if you're not into cars, you're not into motorbikes, you still have a lot of options here. Yeah. When you come and visit, you could just roll in and, and look at the historic pictures because the building used to be the office building, uh, hardware building for Harry P. Lou. Oh. From H.P. Lou Gardens. Wow. Yeah. This it's is like a 100-year-old building. Yeah. This is one of the older buildings in town. Yeah, and if you have a Lamborghini like you do, Brendan, I do. you can bring it and show it off. You want a Lamborghini? You sure. want a you want a hip bikini? <laughs> you better <laughs> I have a work. Heart of Civic. I'm I'm happy with it. You better that. work, B. Oh, our food's here, which I'm it excited is. about. We're going to have to take some pictures. We will take some pictures. That's a Cuban but burger. We had some chicken earlier, mm. some chicken wings, we had some onion rings and so all good stuff. Good stuff. Let's so, uh, uh, we're going to have to take a picture. You want to take a picture? We got to take some pictures before this all gets cold. John, you can keep talking if all you right, want. I will I take keep pictures. talking. So what did you right, do, Brendan? What? I lied. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to keep talking. <laughs> nobody would have known. We could have just started. Nobody would know. I know. I know. We took some pictures of our food because it got here. <laughs> you can see those on Instagram and and you got Twitter a mahi sandwich. I got the full rack of ribs. Yeah, you did. Because I'm going to take some home. 
and uh, there's a Cuban burger. And what did your mom get there, Jim? She Jen? got a buffalo chicken wrap. That looks beautiful. Yeah. Good she choice. She says it's good. It has the, the Rita seal of approval. All right. Rita knows. <laughs> so what did you do last week, John? Last week, I was actually in New York City. So I, I traveled up there and got to walk around and go see some stuff. And now I'm back here in Orlando, in sunny, warm Orlando. What did you see that you wish we had here? Did you learn anything in New York that you'd like to apply here in Orlando? Uh, that's a very good question, Brendan. I know. I, I, <laughs> oh, actually, there's one thing. I, I ate some pizza that I wish they had... <laughs> Deep dish, thick crust pizza here, square. You don't see deep dish pizza here. There's a little. There's every now and then you can spot it, but very rarely. My so mom used to make deep dish pizza. It's really, it was really good. Yeah. It was really good. So I'd like to have that here. So I, uh, very eventful weekend, of course. Uh huh. As always. On what Valentine's Day, 14th. That was Friday, right? Yep. So I went to. Someone was having a garage art sale in Lake Formosa. Really? Which was amazing. Uh, it's the guy who organizes the Mayhem on Mills series. Cool. The, the wrestling so you thing. have like wrestling stuff? No. It was uh, Rodney Dangerfield fan art that he did. Really? And it, they're all like one page comic strips of Rodney Dangerfield in weird scenarios. That's hilarious. And then he had them hanging on laundry lines in this random garage. He didn't even live there. It was a friend's garage. Uh, and it was packed with people buying his art. So fun. And then I went did to Did you New- buy some art? I didn't. No? No respect. <laughs> I know. No respect. I'll see what you did. <laughs> and then we went to a, a play by Bruce. I can't remember his last name. Costello, who's an amazing local playwright and actor at Savoy, which is fantastic. And then I went to Nude Night. Oh, how was Nude Night? You know what? The art this year was fantastic, John. Okay. I did a little video recap, which you can see on I our socials. I saw you had the little censored lines on over, the, nipples. the, over the, the boobs. Boobs and unmentionables because <laughs> they were all out. So Everything you, was out. Well, if you're going somewhere called Nude Night, you should expect to see that. I agree, which is funny because every year there's always a group of people that are like, oh, my God, I can see boobs. What do you expect? They're just naked. Yeah, It's, I'm not, like, it's not semi-nude night. No. It's not almost Did nude you not night. read the invite? <laughs> like, what were you thinking, I don't Karen? Know. I, like, I always, that always blows my mind when people, like, go to see plays even, and there's, like, swearing at it, and then they're like, oh, my gosh, and then they leave. Like, I know. Do you just not understand what I happens know. when you go somewhere? I like, do you know. not even read up on it at all? But then I have to like take a deep breath and say, "Your awful night does not affect me." No, no, you I can't should just let that forget you. you and walk on. That just that's just weird to me when people get all upset. But they were great. Loved it. Uh, Indie Folk Fest was Saturday. Yeah, and I got I got into my cups a little I- bit. I saw you. I saw the video. It was fun yeah. following Eugene Stone uh-huh. around. In the, great event. One of my favorite events of the year now. Uh, the Manello Folk Art Museum does such a wonderful. Oh, Manello Museum of American Art before they yell at Does such a wonderful job with that event. And it was great to not have to emcee it <laughs> and just be able to yeah, do Yeah. I mean, you're, you're not saying that because you did not enjoy emceeing it. It's because, you know, it's fun when you get to actually go to events and yeah, have a good time. And drink and talk to everybody. Yeah. I had like an inflatable air hammock and I could just like hang out and drink too much and heckle people. Cool. Yeah. So that was great. Uh, lots of news. Uh, well, speaking of museums, go the, for it. The director of the Orlando Museum of Art. 
Resi- resigned? Is that the right way to say that? Yeah, yeah. Step down. Step I would down. say he quit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he had had enough and walked away. Is that it? Is that is that it? Yeah, kind of Glenn Gentile. Or Glenn, I guess. What is it? Glenn Gentile. Gentile? I no. went to a high school with somebody with the last name Gentile. Nobody cares, John. <laughs> <laughs> True. He, <laughs> I care. I care. <laughs> he was hired in 2012. He'd been there a while. I mean, basically the whole time I've lived here in Orlando, he's been the director. He, I want to say him coming on to that museum was the best thing to happen to that museum in decades. I could see that. Because before he got in there, it was a silo. Nobody cared or went to it like it was just very institutional and boring uh-huh he started the uh the blockbuster exhibit they do florida prize yeah which is a great event and they Fe- draw tons of people for it that it features work by florida contemporary artists like, yeah, which from is all great over the you, state. Don't, you don't see that at a lot of museums no. i mean a lot of times museums really focus on the european masters and the you know masters of the old world which is great i think those are great and those draw people but it is nice to have contemporary art for people that are trying to be artists now and they get a prize package if they win and he got it endowed indefinitely by like these people on it these people gave them a gift a substantial gift so that they will never lose money on that exhibit it will always be paid for that's great because he was thinking long term the issue arose Allegedly, he, they, he hasn't confirmed this with me. I didn't want to bug him. But there was a great uh, article by Matt. Was it Matt Palm in the Orlando Sentinel that Probably. broke it? They, in, two, in 2015, they started a, it's called Forward to 100 Vision Plan through the museum about where the museum will be in 100 years. And in that plan, they identified that they think they will have outgrown their space at Lock Haven Park. I, be- I believe that, actually. I mean, that museum's not huge. No. I mean, it's a nice-sized museum, but it's not huge. And they, Right. So if you're looking forward, blue-skying, just coming up, where could we be? Uh-huh. They want to be a big, massive force of a museum. And they really want it to be in a downtown campus. So they were looking for places to move downtown. And they couldn't find any. Which and, there are few places, unless you have a ton of money and you're willing to build from the ground up. But that's hundreds of millions of dollars. Also, the larger pieces of land that they were kind of looking for in the downtown core are all snatched up by venues now. Yeah, and they just don't exist. I mean, no. you can't get acres and acres of property. Unless you go up. Unless you go up. But you don't build museums up, usually. They could, though. You could. So they hired Tavistock to do that. And Tavistock is the company behind Lake Nona. Yeah. They said they couldn't find any, but hey, they would we like, got we got some space with a really cool art public art program, and we'd love to have you out here in Lake Nona. Uh huh. The OBJ heard about it, wrote a piece saying it was definitely going to happen. You know, they're going to move. Be afraid, but honestly, Glenn is just doing the job of a good director. I, I agree. I you agree. You have on to that. entertain that. Yeah. You're going to tell me a, a billionaire. Wants to buy you a new museum and offer you to move? You can't yeah. just say no. You yeah, have to you gotta look listen. At that. You got to hear them out at yeah. least. But people flipped. The I, trustees were mad. The board members were mad. They didn't go away. He was still entertaining it. You know, over a couple of months. Uh huh. So apparently, it was just too. They were too disconnected. He couldn't work there, and he just walked away. I like the idea of all of, allegedly. I mean, 
wasn't there talk at one point of having like a satellite campus as well where, you know, maybe they stay in Lock Haven, but they have another something out at Lake Nona? The, the, not officially. The talk was you and me saying that. Oh, would be okay. <laughs> we just came up <laughs> there with that. No, yeah, there is no I official think that's word. a good idea. I mean, maybe I the one in Lock Haven focuses on Florida art. I don't know. And then the one out there is more the rest of the world or something. I They're, don't know. I don't know either. So they, they have two people from the board taking his position for the interim. They're going to do a national search soon to see who could replace them. All right. But Good luck. I, I guarantee, since Glenn's wife is Shannon Fitzgerald, who runs Manello, yes. and she's the public director of art for the city of Orlando. She has like a two-pronged thing. I think they're here for the long haul. You think so? Yeah, because Shannon's about to launch a big capital campaign for Manello, and she seems really charged up about it. So I would think he could just go talk to Nona in Tavistock and say, let's just start your own museum. It's not a bad idea. And maybe it's not an art museum. Maybe it's another museum. But I mean, somebody who runs an art museum could run another museum. They don't have to specifically run an art museum. But he could. I think oh, he you could. could. Do, he you could. could. With what they are doing and the guy behind Tavistock, whose name I forget, he, he loves contemporary art. Uh-huh. He, he's commissioned a lot of work from Jeffrey. Jeffrey. The contemporary art yes. sculpture guy who just won some major uh, commissions from the or, the li- the airport. Yeah, just interesting. I, I, we don't need to talk about it yeah, anymore. There's I, so many things to talk about. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, there'll probably be a new director at some point. Yeah. So peace out to Glenn. I thought you were great. Still think you're great. Want to see where you go next. I hope it's local. EDC, the Electric Daisy Carnival, just sent out their report. They're in their the company behind it, Insomniac. I missed it. I saw the headline, but I missed this, so I'm, okay. I'm glad I'm here tonight. <laughs> so, well, we've talked about it before because I was like, is there a future for a giant music festival in the core of Orlando? I didn't think the city would want to be behind it. They are. I'm sure they are, and I'm sure they get lots of money for that event. They get this event brings seventy five thousand attendees a day. Uh huh. And there's two so days or three. It was two. Yeah. But now in this 25th year for their company, and it's the 10th year for this festival, they said, we're going to do it again. We love being in Orlando. People really respond well to us. Except for the neighbors. (laughs) Yes, except for the neighbors. Uh, They're going to be back on November 13th. You know, it says a lot to have a music festival in November in the States that people want to fly to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Orlando's great. Uh, They're going to add a third day. That's great. Super cool to see. They don't do anything inside the the stadium, though, do it's they? All it's all Tinker around. Field. It's all around. I wonder if they, they would ever, could they do something inside? Like, the, the main event is inside, but it's maybe a not. a restrictions, I think. All right, it could be. That. They already get, I think they get put through the ringer a little bit, just renting the field. Uh-huh. Uh, another headline is that the Parliament House, according to Watermark, which is always right, Watermark, or Parliament House isn't for sale. Isn't for sale. Uh, Allegedly. Auction, auction they're saying. Correct. So John Granitstein, Stein, I don't know, the owner, longtime owner. This is like an institutional gay club. Yeah, if you've never been, it's on Orange Blossom Trail Super by fun. Colonial. It's a lot of fun, yeah. You if and you, I have been there. If you've been together. there lately, it looks a little run down. Uh, <laughs> that happens. They are up for auction. Are they up for auction? Yes, they are. They say though, Don says it's just like it's just it's a formality. It's not real. It's just a formality. <laughs> That's the word he used. Uh, they have an unpaid principal on their mortgage in the amount of three point nine million dollars and late fees of over eight hundred thousand dollars. And so they've been 
scheduled to be auctioned off on February 25th. Oh, okay, that is right, uh, next week. Month. Yeah, he's like, man, it is coming up quick. You want to go? You want to go bid on it? You and I? <laughs> well, he, granted, seeing the owner says it's just a formality. It's not for real. He already has somebody lined up. They're going to refinance it. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's good. Don't look behind the curtain. We'll see what happens. Where's? Do you know where the auction is? Is no. it like a county thing? Yeah, I want to see. It's like a county comptroller. Uh, we should, or something. We, if it is, you and I should go bid on it. Want to go bid a dollar? Yeah, we, you and I will dress up like Colonel Tycoons. Sanders <laughs> with our canes, and I want to be a pimp. Yeah, okay, a, well, a pimp okay, you can do that. Like a rainbow I'll dress pimp up in a white suit. This is a very comfortable chair, and we'll to... uh, we'll we'll go bid on it. All right, uh, I got more. Okay, are you ready? How are we doing on yeah, time? Yeah, we're good. Okay, the CRA—that's the community community redevelopment agency downtown—wants to pay businesses. To stay downtown. This is this is interesting to me. I think it is too. And so my our buddy Ryan, who plays I play hockey, hockey with you, right? Yeah, yeah, I play yeah. how he works at OBJ. Nice guy. It's he's gotta be a nice, nice guy. guy. If he plays hockey with you, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a good hockey player too. The, he wrote a great piece about this. Actually, it was so in-depth, I was like, I can't do any better than this, so I just shared it to everybody on our Facebook, <laughs> which doesn't happen very often, uh-huh. but I like Ryan. And it was a great piece. They are starting a business retention and expansion plan program. That will be voted on at City Commission on the 24th. That's this upcoming Monday. That would provide incentives to companies in order to help renovate their buildings or offices instead of them moving out. Wow. Right? Does that mean a lot are moving out? Yeah. I think a lot. You get to the end of your lease. You're faced with a decision of, I think we've outgrown this building. It's easier to just go find something newer and shinier somewhere else. Totally. But... So they have some some ramifications here, or some some qualification. It's only for high wage, high value jobs like advanced manufacturing, aviation, aerospace, defense, new corporate headquarters, IT, life sciences, and healthcare. All right, I, I can't imagine a lot of companies fit that bill in downtown Orlando. Yeah, well, EA Sports. They're oh, building right. a new building, right? And but, they, they're, but they're in Maitland right now. They are. They're building a new building in Creative Village. They are. This, so you don't need, they don't need the money. You've already retained them. Say, if you're there for at least three years, consecutive years, and you have over 10 employees, you could potentially qualify for this. But you, again, have to be in those sectors where industry. does that where does that encompass? Where do you know where the CRA? Yeah, it actually it has it's it's the central business district. So four oh eight um to what? Colonial. And then there's this little it looks like a polyp that goes around <laughs> orange and includes a little bit of Ivanhoe Village around like the baseball field. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Maybe they help buy it. Who knows? Uh, and then to like Lake Eola to I four. All right, that's basically well, downtown. There's, there's actually some Paramore in there too. Yeah, no. basically downtown or downtownish. Yeah, downtown, all like right, real downtown. Uh, very interesting. I I mean I know some people who have businesses downtown. They ended up staying, but they've had to move around a little bit because they expanded, and it was just like a pain to get parking, and like their clients didn't want to come downtown, right. and so they looked at other places. They ended up, like I said, they ended up staying in downtown Orlando, but they were going to move to College Park because it was just easier for everything they do, but this this might keep people downtown. That's interesting. 
Yeah, and that's we just I just did an interview with Craig Usler, like one of the biggest developers here. That'll be coming up as a bonus episode as soon as you teach me how to. Yeah, I'll show you how to audio. edit it. But he uh, he talks about that, like in, in the how they're really that's what they're hinging their bet on downtown is to attract uh, high paying, high highly qualified creative jobs because uh-huh. that's how they're gonna push the needle downtown. Where where do you think those jobs are now? Where would you say those high dollar, high creative? Lake Nona. You think so? Uh, I think yeah. they're out at university, UCF too. The yep. the I research park there. out there, Maitland. Yeah, there's a lot in that weird research park around where we go record. Oh yeah, uh, at the near the radio the radio station. station. That's where Real Radio is. That's yeah, their headquarters pods over there. Pods like that all over. Mm-hmm. But then there's also just out to- out of towners who they really want to come move here, and if they could say this is part of the package, yeah, it just makes us look that much sexier. WCF has been off the air. Off the air. And I saw that photo. I, I couldn't tell what the photo. So WCF is the PBS station in town. They had some issues with their some sort of equipment. A transmission line caught fire. Transmitter, probably. I, I think they said transmission. Okay, it, transmission. It looked like a big oil tank, to be honest. I don't know. but it was I didn't know electrical. what it was. It was so close up, the photo. I, I didn't know. know what it was. Oh, WCF. Yeah, it looked like, it looked like a cavity. Who took this? <laughs> and it knocked them off the air. So they are not on television right now unless you have a Spectrum account. Really? It's the only way you can see on-air broadcasts of WCF right Maybe now. Maybe they should do like live renditions on a stage somewhere of their Some shows. Facebook Live. It, uh-huh, Facebook know. Live uh, Victoria. Their and, online well, that's not are, local. but <laughs> <laughs> Their online accounts are still working. Our buddy Phil, uh, Dr. Phil. Over there is said he's working hard. We had a he's, meeting. He's in he, the he's in there doing things with his hammers and his wrenches, butts, trying to find out how much it's going to cost. And you don't know; it could be just that one like battery thing that blew up. It could have knocked out a whole system. Probably sabotage, sabotage. Fox from thirty-five. Fox thirty-five. Allegedly. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to break. Right, I'm going to get my, back my mahi sandwich. Yeah, I'm going to eat my ribs, and I'm going to tell you about all the new foxtails opening up in town. This is Chris for the Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Meet Sunshine State award-winning author of the book, Castronauts, Drew Brockington, on February 22nd. Drew will be at our Alafaya branch in the morning and our Winter Garden branch in the afternoon. Motown Moving will be at our Edenville branch on February 24th. The whole family can move and groove together with activities related to the first black-owned record company in the U.S., Create your own masterpieces inspired by artwork from the permanent collection of Cornell Fine Arts Museum at Rollins College. Look, see, create. Afternoon, we'll be at our Herndon branch on February 26th. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus John Bustecker. I'm the Lion, the Witch, and your GD wardrobe, Brendan O'Connor from <laughs> Bungalore.com. Hey, Brendan. Hi. How was your uh, dinner here? It was good. I'm full of ribs. Yeah, you got some ribs and some uh, fries. I got a mahi sandwich. It was delicious. You made the correct choice for your waistline, ah, which ah. is what I should have done. I should say we're here at Ace Cafe in downtown Orlando. 
Uh, the Whalers are playing tonight. It's Thursday night. We record, so if yeah. you're hearing this, you missed them. They're playing in their brand-new uh, outdoor backyard facility. Yeah, they, they added, like, a new sort of concert space and, yeah. and, and lawn space it's next to giant Ace Cafe. green lawn with beautiful views of downtown Orlando skyscape. And they're going to have bands throughout the summer and events, and so check all that out where, wherever you, you check on Ace Cafe <laughs> events. Or else. Or else. I, I still want to do a dumpster pool event. Uh-huh. Where you rent dumpsters and you put a liner in it, you fill it in water, you know, you could have a make it a pool. It's a very always sunny in Philadelphia thing to have do. Have they done that? I think they've done these in Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> no, I can't do it. You can do it. Foxtail. Foxtail. So they're kind of just blowing up. They're like little mushrooms. Yeah. They just sort of appear Popping everywhere. Everywhere. So I was talking to Alex Chekmekian. Who's what the owner? He actually owns ATK and the uh, what's the YouTube series that comes playlist to live? Yeah, he does that, and he's actually touring with Oprah right now, doing all of the merch for Oprah's tour. Really? Yes. What is Oprah merch like? I don't even know what it is, but he's selling five hundred thousand dollars worth of it a day. I believe it. A day. John. I believe it. And so that's the guy that owns Foxtail. And so when you consider that, right? It's no wonder that it's doing really well. But every one of their spaces is always full of people. Oh, yeah. And so oh, yeah. I was talking to him because they're opening a space in uh, the new the yard development. They're taking over one of the shipping container spaces. I didn't know up that. Front. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Super cool. There's it's really a- not a coffee shop on that kind of part of town, like Ivanhoe and I Virginia. Agree. They were like offered, a local coffee shop. They were offered a spot in that food hall. John, but he decided, no, let's do, I want to do this 500-square-foot thing separate, just yeah. in case. I think that's very smart. <laughs> uh, and then there's going to be, an, like, another restaurant use in the other shopping, shipping container. Okay. So that's interesting, right? That's interesting news. So I shared it, and people are so mean. Really? Yes. They're just not okay with Foxtail opening another location. Why? I think, we, and we talked about this before. There's some sort of, like, carrying capacity for Orlandoans, like, of how many locations a business can have before people start to get upset. Really? And I don't know why that is. I feel like, I mean, if it's successful and people like it, shouldn't you be rooting for the local company? Yes. More so than another Starbucks? Starbucks Right? Nobody's getting mad at Starbucks to open well, up they, more Well, they are a little. That one on Fern Creek and Colonial. This is like real feelings about Foxtail, and they're just saying nasty things. And these are like local boys who grew up here who are reinvesting into the into the community. And so I'm going to set up, and we're going to set up like an, an in-depth talk with him. Okay. And we're going to talk about some of these other things he has coming up because this isn't the only thing that he's doing. And he has some really big high-profile projects that are coming, uh, which I promise I wouldn't talk about yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. But I think I think that's really interesting. How many foxtails are there? I mean, I'm putting you on the spot here. If you had to guess. Like ten. Are there? Yeah. In the region. Okay. Uh, and that includes things that they're doing at, like, there's one at the airport, and there's one, I don't know, there's the Bruno I mean, there's one. There's one in College Park. There's the original one in Winter Park. There's one at the Hourglass. There's one on Lee Road. Yeah. Yeah. So so there's a number of them. I mean, to they're be trying. honest, it's almost it's like it's like Four Rivers. 
I mean, are you mad at Four Rivers for no, expanding in Central but Florida? But that's also interesting because Four Rivers, before he launched, he was kind of affiliated with Summit Church and uh-huh. things like that. And he was doing things out of uh, his backyard. And so he had this posse of like-minded people behind him, like a little army of sympathizers um, to back him up. And then Fox Hill didn't do that. These are just two guys who people don't really know who just keep opening businesses. So I think there's just a lack of like a face to it. And, uh, and I know them through writing about them. I, I think people will really dig them once they get to know them. I'll be honest. Uh, if, if the two guys that run Foxtail were here tonight, I wouldn't be able to pick them out. I don't know what they look like. No, I know what John rivers looks like. Right. And, and so, I mean, I don't know if that's on purpose or not, I don't know if that's a marketing thing for them. They just don't want to be the super face busy. of it. He's literally touring with Oprah right now. Uh-huh. I was talking to him while he was touring with Oprah. Yeah, and he had just like shaken the Rock's hand. Like <laughs> and these are so these are dudes that are like blowing up, but they're also available for phone calls with little hometown bloggers. Uh-huh. Right? I just think they're cool, and and I think people should be nicer. So so look for more coverage on who they are coming up because I think people need to know. Do you think some of the problem with Foxtail has to do with, uh, I know last year there were some issues with, you know, some, I don't want to say yeah. a scandal. That's not but really the right it. word. They yeah. handled it by firing that guy and hiring somebody from Four Rivers in his place who knows about scaling. And, and this knows had to about, do with some sexual harassment, yeah. correct? Because there were three bros uh-huh. who started a coffee company, yeah. right? And, and yeah. I'm, I'm not, like I said, I'm just asking, do you think there's some no, I residual think was, effect from that? Yes, but I think I, I think people were already feeling resentful anyway, so that was just something they could be resentful about I can't about be unhappy together. of a local company's success. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Well, when people, when Andrew Spear was doing murals all over town, people were getting mad at Andrew Spear for doing so many murals, and that, and once again, I would so I would dumb. be like that doesn't make sense to me. And and, and he told he, he it didn't make sense to him, and it was hurting his feelings, and actually so much so that he stopped really taking commissions locally, so that he could do them everywhere else, which isn't right, I think. And he told me it, it's like people getting mad at a chef for making too many meals. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? that's his business. Yeah, it's his job. If people want to hire you, yeah. If you disagree, tell me. Online. Tell me why. Tweet at me so uh-huh. I can get some more info on our tweets because I hate Twitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'll choose when to engage with you about it. Uh, Architectural Digest just named a local project as one of the seven most beautiful gas station conversions in the country. <laughs> okay. That's you, a very narrow a narrow uh, it is very title narrow. and prize. <laughs> but I'm still excited about it. Where do you think it is? Where do I think it is? Yeah, who do you I, think I think it's uh, the Cuban place. Where? I think it's the Cuban place. The Black Bean Deli. Black Bean Deli. Beautiful. Yes. Not. Not it. It's the Hourglass Social House that our boy Giovanni built in oh, the Hourglass. Okay. Yeah. All right. Congratulations, Giovanni. Nice. Take your shirt off. <laughs> he converted it to everybody. Not everybody. He converted a 1977 gas station and convenience store into. A Fox Hill coffee and vegan restaurant. And we've done a show there, actually, and, and it's great there, and, oh. and we had fun there. You, We had a gordita together. We shared a gordita. What is this breaking story uh, you just so pulled I, up? Sometimes when you talk for a long time, I like to look online <laughs> and see what else is going on. 
And so I was online real quick, and I noticed that uh, Matt Palm at the Orlando Sentinel just wrote a story that says that the Steinmetz Hall is going to be delayed, and they're going to miss their opening part of their season. Oh, my gosh. I'm not, I, you took the phone from me, so I, I don't did. know what it says. But. So it's after, so after all this hullabaloo and shoehorning the Philharmonic, the ballet, and Opera Orlando into this space... Do you remember that whole kerfuffle? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? About yeah. budgets and things. Oh, yeah. They were not happy they about it. They finally figured it out and ironed it out. And now it's not going to be open. It says they will not be ready in time for the fall arts season, prompting a flurry of changes. This I wonder from, what the delay was. Uh, can you well, see? Uh, I'm sure it's in here. I'm not going to read it. You can go to OrlandoSettle.com yeah, yeah. and read it. But I, if, if I had to guess without reading this whole thing, I'll bet you it has to do with construction. Construction delays happen all the time. And when you set a deadline for something and you say, we're going to be open by, you know, April 5th and you start getting close to April 5th, you're like, oh, man, we're not going to be open for April John, 5th. John, those, those arts organizations just committed their whole season to those spaces, right? So now they're going to have to rush to find new spots. Uh, and that's actually what it says, you know, yeah. uh, somebody from the Arts Center. We made a decision not to rush. We are committed to opening this hall the right way. Which, once again, as we're chatting here, I'm trying to read this, but I, uh, I, I think it has to do with just construction. Well, okay, so let's look at them. The, Phil, the Philharmonic has the arrangement with the plaza, so they have a place where they can move all their spots to. The Orlando Ballet just opened their new multi-million dollar facility. But that doesn't have seating and it stuff, does, does it? Not, like, nice not seating, for, but they like have a spots. lot of people. They're, they're going to do a... They, they've already committed to doing one performance there. Uh, and I think it was this fall. So I don't know what else. Yeah, that's crazy. It good. says construction. There's construction delays. Good find, John. Good find. Uh, congratulations to Swine and Sons for bringing home a $16,000 prize package from Guy Fieri's Fieri from Guy's Grocery Games. <laughs> they competed on season 23, episode 6 with their Nashville hot chicken dish. Oh. Won the show. They're going to reinvest that into something that's coming up. They won't tell me what, but it's, I'll find out soon. I'm assuming a new business. So they made a thing that they normally make at their restaurant. The thing is you have to do one of your crowd favorites. Ah. And then one person has to talk to them on the phone, telling them what to get ingredient-wise. And then the other person has to find it in this special grocery store. I've, I've, I've seen the show. It's a good right. show. Well, just in case someone else had It's kind of a it, mixture but. of a, a cooking show and supermarket sweep, which is no longer on the air, <laughs> which was a fantastic show in the 80s. 23 seasons with this show. That's pretty crazy. Well, their seasons are weird. They can probably, they can oh, probably do like four episodes. Yeah, they can do like five episodes <laughs> a day, and they call that uh, a season. They, uh, if you want to know how to move. No, this is what happens when you're at Ace Cafe. I Somebody, like it. Somebody's it's birthday crazy. or something over there. If you want to know how to make it yourself, we actually posted the recipe last year. When it, just go buy it. And our local Just go more. do it. Or just go buy yourself. Yeah. Uh, DGX Downtown, the fancy Dollar General. <laughs> Has it opened yet? They told me. Here's what they said. They told corporate. Corporate gave me such a runaround on this. They're opening in the Modera Central building. Uh-huh. Fancy Dollar Store. Fancy Dollar Store. It's going to have... You know, groceries and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it fancy. I uh, rang them up, and they said, you can come get an exclusive look oh, before it opens on the 18th. Nice. 
That's what happens when you work for the largest media organization in town, Brennan. The most powerful. Most powerful. But they wanted to read anything I wrote ahead of publishing it. And they tried to sell it like... As you, as you would know. You're like, no, that's yeah. not how so it said, works. No, I'm good. I'll just go take pictures through your window, <laughs> which she didn't like. And I was like, not going to stop me. Uh-huh. So I promptly went down and took pictures through the window. Yes. Not fancy shelving, John. It's no. It's just like boring Dollar General shelving. Maybe they're going to fancy it up with garland or some uh, old Halloween decoration. Like a veneer of wood on top. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and they said it would be open the 18th with a... With a Grand opening, oh man, like the 29th, so end of the month. Not open. Not yet. open yet. Not open yet, and and I'm not surprised because there's a lot of work still to do. So I'm assuming they're just going to open on the end of the month on leap day. What's, uh, I'm excited for a Dollar General well, X GGX. I, I apologize. They'll need it there in that building once the 7-Eleven gets knocked down to build more park. If if that land trust that has might be that might be years away. How we doing on time? We we're okay? good. We're good. Um, we did a scooter roundup. How many? There's like a million scooters now. What do you mean a roundup? There's so many. I thought they were capping the amount of scooter companies at three. No, no. Just they're, they're whoever ca- wants to bring a scooter to town. They're capping. I'm telling you, we need to do our scooter idea. Did we talk about this on the air, or were we just messing what around? Are you talking about? We we're going to have the razors. They're here. Really? They got per, they got approved. Razor? Razor. It's going to have a ride share company. Really? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. They are capping the amount of actual scooters at 1,800 scooters. Wow. Every company can release 200 scooters maximum in downtown Orlando. So That's they, nine companies, possibly. Yes. <laughs> and they're going to get them because they're at eight, and they have one more How can you have that many companies? That's just too many. And don't I, you think? I do, and I don't How understand. How many apps on your phone you got? I actually downloaded all of them. <laughs> Why? Because Just I wanted to compare the the fees because uh-huh. they're not. Most of them don't list them on their website. Yeah, you can only find it through the app. So I had to download every single one. Even said, still couldn't get a couple of them. They're just not listed. Because they're the weird. fees. A couple, yeah, the fees are not. What you, what you ought to do if you have time. And most of them change city by city. It would be interesting to do a, a sort of comparison to where you have like a mile and you, you can map it out. You're like, all right, I'm going to drive this one from central to uh, colonial, whatever. Yeah. And you, you, then you can see how long it takes. The, yeah. How's the how's ride? The ride feel? Like, yeah, yeah. Is it bumpy? Is it not bumpy? We had That'd a, a few of our readers, John, suggested very strongly that we road test them for everybody. Uh huh. Yeah. I've only been on the Lime one. I, it'll be a lot of money. I'll talk to my boss to see if you'll at least recoup me the expense <laughs> of doing it. It'll well, probably it be that much. Like like 30 like bucks. Five probably. bucks. Oh, okay. 30 bucks. So you know, here's the companies <laughs> Bird. Bird. Lime, yep. Link City, that's the one that donates the money to local animal charities. Razor, Spin. Is Razor really like the old Razor scooters? Yeah. Really? And they're just gonna. I know. If not, then they would be sued. It's the same. Well, industry. it depends how you spell it, I guess. Razor. Well, I feel like Razor had like no er. I thought this it was. Is, oh, this is R A Z O R. Unless I, I don't it know. I, I can't okay. remember. Spin. Veo Ride and Wheels. Wheels is the one that you sit down. Yes. Hopper, the bike share company that was starting here as Juice Bike Share, will be launching one. Really? They won't tell me anything about it. Are bikes I, just gone? 
I've I seen hopper know. bikes here and there. They're the only bikes your company I just wonder here? if they're going to be gone, which is kind of sad. It's expensive. They're expensive to keep up. Oh, okay. Right? Versus the scooters. A scooter. And you could charge more for the scooter. Ride. True. And they're, and they're just cheaper parts. They told me that they were going to do an electric bike, but we haven't seen that yet. Huh. Uh, and then slider is one that's in the ring, in the riding. If you want to see the price breakdown, I have it on bungalow.com. Just type scooters. You'll eventually find it. Oh, man, we're running out of time. One more. Let's do... There's a bus loop, John, connecting local breweries. I love this. You pay $10 ahead of time or $15 the day of. You can hop on this circulator. Nice. And it will take you to see all of these different breweries. Oh, that's great. Isn't that fun? Who's running that? They're called Orlando Ale Line. Orlando Ale Line. Does it have to do with the Ale Trail? Totally different. It happens every Saturday from 2 to 8 p.m. Nice. Good times. The bus only has one right now. They're in soft opening, which is why they apparently didn't reach out to me. And it's not a huge bus. It's like a a It's a 14-seater. Okay. It's like a big van. So if it fills (laughs) up, which it will be this weekend because people were freaking out. Oh, yeah. uh, You have to wait till the next bus, which is the next hour. All right. So it goes. It just sort of does the loop. You hop on. You hop off. Yes. And you don't have to go to the next bar. You can hang out till it comes back. Hang out. Oh, I love it. And then hop on and go How to the How many one. different bars does it stop at? I think right now it's six. That's good. Yeah. So like Rock Pit Brewing, um, Ivanhoe Brewing, and I forget the other ones. <laughs> Four more. I forget. There's a I whole bunch it. of So ones. like, I, I love it because it sounds like they've done this the right way. I feel like sometimes when people launch things, they're like, you know what? They didn't really think this out. Or like, oh, we got four seats in there or you know there's just all these things that i don't think people think ahead this one sounds like they did a good job i really want to do it when you're ready let's do it we'll do it i have got only on saturdays only saturdays two until 8 p.m and then also keep your eyes peeled for a drag queen remake of roseanne that's going to be happening that looks good parliament house we'll tell you more about it next week because we got to go to break and let uh, our girl talk let's do it Hey there, bungalowers. I'm Sarah, the intern, here with another event roundup. Saturday, February 22nd, we have Rising Vibes Reggae and Ska Music Fest. This will be featuring The Expendables, Mad Caddies, Fishbone, The Supervillains, Milk Love, and Control This. They'll have vendors, artists, and definitely booze. It starts at 3, last to 11, at the fairgrounds located at 4603 West Colonial Drive. Tickets cost around $30. We also have bourbon and buskers. You can drink your face off and watch street performers throughout Audubon Park District. It's from 1 to 5 p.m. at Audubon Park on Corinne Drive, and it costs $15 for a bourbon stroll. Sanford Porch Fest, they'll have 50 bands, 12 porches. If you're unfamiliar with this, look it up on Facebook. It's free for everyone. It starts at 11, lasts till 7.30 on the porches of historic residential Sanford homes. Sunday, February 23rd, we have Mayhem on Mills, the world of tomorrow. Strong men and women will contort their bodies in mystifying ways while the newest scientific innovations are displayed to astonish the mind. It lasts from 3 to 7 at the Orange Studio located at 1121 North Mills Avenue. Tickets cost $15. Red Lights Red Hot Super Bang and Chili Cook-Off is on Sunday. We're going to have perfect weather for National Chili Day. It costs $5 per entry. It starts at 4, lasts till 6 at Red Light Red Light located at 2810 Corinne Drive. 
Tuesday, February 25th, we have Fat Tuesday Block Party. It's Mardi Gras time. And if you're not in or- in New Orleans, then make your way down to Wall Street. There'll be beads, booze, bands, and a crawfish boil. It starts at 5 at Wall Street Plaza, and it's free coverage. Uh, Wednesday, February 26th, Unveil Wedding Showcase. From flowers to food to booking a photo session, they will have everything you need to plan the perfect wedding. Starts at 6 at the Orlando Science Center and it's free. Fat Friday uh, Party Groff is featuring GW Souther, the 502s, Beth McKee, Swamp Sisters, and Good Morning Bedlam. This is a 21 up event. Starts at 8 o'clock p.m. at Will's Pub. Costs $7 in advance or $10 at the door. Again, I'm Sarah the Intern. For more on what you can or land do, check out bungalower.com slash events. All right, Sarah, you do a great job. She does a great job. Sarah the Intern. You should give her a give her a, a smile. You should smile at her. If you tell me to give her a raise I one more time, that. I'm going to key your I car. I didn't say that. Your you car did. is going to get keyed. Uh-uh. Uh, thank she you. should be paying you. I've... Right for the amount of things that I have taught her, Uh I should be getting some money. Yeah, thank you to Ace Cafe (laughs) Orlando for hosting us tonight. We're super excited about your new space out back. Super full too. Food was great. Super full. Going to be taking some of these ribs home and uh, check them out on all the social feeds to see all of their amazing diverse programming. Yeah, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at John Busdecker. Yeah, and at B Keeps. For me and, and at Bungalow, Orlando Bungalower. If you want to do that one, see you guys next week. Holla.